Hi guys, Angie Styles here. Always sending peace and love your way. Without further ado, I hope you enjoy the show. What's up, y'all? Coming to you live, Angie Styles, and I got the best, one of the best tattoo artists in the city with me. We got Lame in the building. What's that? What's that? What's that? <laughs> so you guys can see that. Okay, okay. So we're gonna come to you guys today, um, getting into some major topics. You guys know I love to talk about entrepreneurship. You guys know I love to talk about um, mental health. So. I brought one of the most amazing people I've ever met on the planet with me today. <laughs> yes, his energy is so amazing. If you ever um, are in the Jacksonville area, make sure you come check him out to get a tattoo. He's really amazing. And the experience alone is amazing. So without further ado, I'm going to let him introduce himself to you guys. I definitely want you guys to realize what the lane means. You guys can see I got a stamp on me, and it's amazing. Let him know what lane means. So what's up everybody? Lame checking in, lame checking in. Um basically, uh lame is it started out more so um before I even ever gave it a name or anything. It really was uh it stemmed off of just me as a person, more so my personality. Um growing up I wasn't necessarily the stereotypical cool dude or you know what I'm saying, the hip guy, you know, so I wasn't necessarily that. But um everybody just tend to gravitate to you know what I'm saying? Everybody all I fit in kind of with any crowd, you know, any any type of person, any kind of uh, personality. Pretty much easy to get along with. Uh that's kind of just because I tend to just be myself. I'm gonna yes. be me unapologetically at all times of the day. I've never <laughs> been trying to fit in, never been one to try to fit in with any crowd and just do it naturally just because I'm me. Um and lame literally stands for living as myself every, every day. Every day. Every day, first and foremost. I'm gonna be me. But um, that's just what I feel like a lot of this world is like, it's, it's kind of based on, you know, follow the leader. A lot of a lot of it is just, you know, the people trying to fit in, just for lack of better words. And you know what I'm saying? We, we they try to fit in so much to the point where it's like you're sticking out like a sore thumb because you're just looking like, <laughs> I don't know, you're looking like clowns, but it's like, I, 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 I prefer just Looking like everybody else. Yeah, looking like everybody else. So, yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of that going on. And I feel like I had to put a uh, spin on the word, you know what I'm saying, lame. Just because a lot of times people get frowned upon or people look at, you know what I'm saying, as less than just for being themselves, just uh, yes. tending to their hobbies or whatever, likes and dislikes or whatever like that. Mm -hmm. And so you might get called lame but by that. Yeah, I might get called by lame by some of the things of my interests or whatever the case may be. But if you're going to call me lame, call me lame because I'm living as myself every day. That's real. And that's real. And when I learned what it meant, when I first met this guy, he was going viral like everywhere, like, Everybody was getting a lame stamp. Everybody wanted to go and see lame. So I was like, okay, let me go and, you know, I love tattoos. I love tattoos. Like, that's just what it is. And this guy came with his own stamp. And honestly, he was the first person that I actually saw that had his own stamp. So when I saw that and I saw everybody popping and I saw his tattoos is really dope, I had to go and check it out for myself. So when I came and met him, he did, um, I think he did two tattoos for me at once the yeah. first time, yeah. but I have a total of four tattoos from Lane. And I was like, so what does this Lane stamp mean? And I wanted to know like, what did it mean before I actually got it stamped on myself? So when he told me the meaning of it, I was like, so intrigued. I was like, go on and stamp me up. So <laughs> I got the stamp. I got the Lane stamp on my arm, as you guys can see right here. He also did this one too. It says patience because I'm learning that every single day still. So I love the fact that 
when you meet this guy, it's going to be an experience. When you see him, it's going to be dope energy as fuck. Like, his energy is so amazing. Like, when you come to get a tattoo, you're coming to get an experience from this guy. So, of course, without further ado, I wanted to bring you guys to him on to introduce him to you guys. So, without further ado, I'm going to get into these questions that I have for him. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. It's really special. Um, again, we're in Jacksonville, Florida. Come check him out. If you guys ever need a tattoo, come see your boy. <laughs> so the first question I have for you is, um, what are some of your daily habits that contribute your success? Um, some of my daily habits that kind of contribute. Uh, um, yes. I say I, I really uh, try to wake up try to just get myself in my own headspace mm -hmm. rather than try to um say cloud myself with what's going on you know what i'm saying today especially mm -hmm. nowadays oh my god it's so much going on day to day <laughs> you kind of get lost and distracted in it but yeah. uh, i try to just wake up and really kind of just set my mind on what i want to accomplish for the day mm -hmm. um on a regular like just a regular average day for me i'm not gonna lie i kind of got a couple bad habits uh <laughs> I'm, I'm a shoe fanatic so i'm, I'm first thing i'm going to do first and foremost i'm going to check out and see what shoes coming out you know, so <laughs> it might not sound like it's nothing contributing to my success but hey you, you, you gotta you, know you, what you, you perform want best you perform best so you can get you, that money say, you, uh, you look good you feel good you mm -hmm. do good so hey my shoes that's the start of my day first day i'm not gonna lie it's probably the first thing i do every morning um I mean, of course I, I drop down say my prayer and everything i uh, pray uh, gotta gotta talk to God. Gotta stay committed. Definitely gotta stay committed. That's what's up. But I, um, like I said, I go go around my list. You know, what I'm saying? list of little tasks and everything. What I want to accomplish for the day. Uh, I try not to overload myself as well. Definitely, that's the first thing I tell myself: not to take on too many tasks per day. Take on a couple tasks. Check off a couple things. Um, and I just try to just stay in that motion. Really, just try to like stay light. Stay light. Really, try to pack light. That's mentally and physically. Like I try to just stay light. And that's pretty much how I get through my day. That's what gets to my success it sounds a little you know far-fetched sound like a little too good to be true but now nah, it's really like i just simply that's what just you do, do. Yeah, yeah. I, try, I try not to get too you know saying caught up in the trying to make it look more than what it is now nah, what you yes. see is what you get that's real yeah, that's really all i can do i like that okay so my next question for you is um what has been the most enjoyable part about being an entrepreneur the most enjoyable part, yes. Um, the freedom. The freedom. Freedom, you guys. The freedom. the freedom to really just be um, on your own time mm -hmm. when it comes to, like, um, as opposed to working a nine-to-five, because I did. I have worked nine-to-five before, before I started that. Because I had, I think I probably, yeah, I've had three. <laughs> three, three, yeah, three little quick jobs. Not even, not even that long too. I probably say a total nine to five in my life. I probably only ever worked probably a year and a half. Okay, <laughs> if that, I don't even think a whole year and a half before mm -hmm. uh, actually tattooing full time. But um, just the freedom when it comes down to just time management and what you're getting out of your time, what you're getting compensated for your time. Yeah, I really would say I, I actually get to enjoy a lot more of my life rather than just living it, yeah, rather than just existing. So, for you, when did you realize that you needed your freedom? That freedom was better for you opposed to working a nine to five. What was that moment that made you say, "This ain't for me"? Like this shit ain't for me. Like what was that moment? Oh man, oh, I remember now. Never forget it. 
mm-hmm. of one it was one specific pay period. I worked hard. I bust my ass <laughs> when I tell you. I don't know how many hours I bust my ass. And it was right around the time when I actually bought my first tattoo kit. Okay. Um, and it was just like I got that check, mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> that check from that that pay period. I made. I'll never forget that number. <clears throat> I made five hundred and ninety-seven dollars in a two-week work period. Damn. That broke me down. <laughs> <laughs> that hurt my heart. The fact that I, I said, "Hold on, I gave y'all two whole weeks of my life for six hundred dollars," and I've literally done that in a day or two, a couple of hours. I've done it in a couple of hours. Exactly. At, at that time, I was doing it. I, I said, "Yeah, this ain't it," and I was just like looking at. How I was feeling on a day-to-day basis, getting, uh-huh. like, getting off work uh-huh. versus how I was feeling after I finished the tattoo. Right. And it was like the time I would put in at this job, it was like, yeah, this sucks. Like yeah. literally, it just sucked. I didn't want to be there. And that's not—I'm not knocking nobody who got a nine-to-five and like that. You know, so right. you might be at a job that you might love. Me specifically, I was at a job I didn't necessarily like. Exactly. So it was like the time I'm putting in here doing something I don't like versus what I'm getting out in competition with. You know, doing something that I love doing, and right. then what I'm getting out of that—it's like, yeah, it only makes sense. It yeah, only makes sense. sense. <laughs> it only makes sense. Like, yeah, nah. <laughs> I love it. I'm not gonna do that no more. <laughs> Listen, as entrepreneurs, I get that. I'm still in the process of transitioning myself, so mm-hmm. I totally get that every single day. Like, we have to like decide. Okay, if you want to go this route, or you're gonna go this route, and. And if you decide to go a certain route, what are the benefits of doing so? And so it's really dope that you made up in your mind that, okay, this is not for me. This is what I want to pursue. And you actually pursued it. And now you're out here, you're living. Oh, yeah. For sure. <laughs> not an easy battle. was not an easy journey. But it was definitely worth it in the long run. Definitely worth say. it. Yes. Definitely worth it. Yeah, it. Faced a lot of battles. Faced a lot of, you know, hiccups here and there. Mm-hmm. Um whether it was uh, the battles of entering entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. uh, the financial hurdles, uh, dealing with uh, life, like the different type of life you have to live when it comes down to uh, being an entrepreneur, how much time you have to dedicate towards that versus, yes. hey, you have to sacrifice you some have time to sacrifice. from your, you know, sacrifice time from your real life because with a nine to five, with a nine to five job, how much time, when you're not on the clock, mm-hmm. how much time are you worried about what goes on on the clock? Exactly. You don't really have to worry about nothing. That's the CEO and all that. That's their, that's they, you know, whatever. That's real. But when you're an entrepreneur, even when you're not on the clock physically, like clocked in doing your job mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be, whatever your trade or, you know what I'm saying, um, um, path of entrepreneurship may be, when you're clocking out, you're kind of clocking into manager mode. You're clocking into CEO, CEO mode, getting that's ready real. for tomorrow, getting ready for the next week, whether right. it be your marketing campaign or. Mm-hmm. Um, getting ready so nowadays with social media, getting all your content ready just to even start promoting your business. How you gonna have to present yes. your business and everything? That's a whole nother job in itself. Exactly. So, yeah, it's it's weighing pros and cons. Oh, but yeah. it's worth it. Yeah, it's definitely worth but it it's in worth the long it. run. And yes, I will say that. Okay, so my next question is like, um, what do you find most challenging? I mean, you kind of just got into that a little bit when you was talking about like sacrificing and. The things that you sacrifice to be your entre- an entrepreneur opposed to working a nine to five. So, what are your challenges like? What is the most challenging part of being an entrepreneur for you? Um, me specifically, mm-hmm. because I'm a 
He's that guy, you guys. Yeah, He's Lord, that guy. Lord's still working <laughs> on me. Lord's still working on me with it, but uh, I'm not the best with time. I'm not the best with time management. Okay. That's something that I, me as a person myself, mm. and then me as an entrepreneur, yes. I have to work on. But yes. that's kind of the thing, because like uh, with freedom does come, you know, you have to have Your freedom. You have to, yeah, well, yeah. You have to be. You have to be disciplined. Like, yeah, you can go hang out and do. You can work whenever or as much as, mm-hmm. as much or as little as you want. But you have to understand, at bare minimum, you do have to. Uh, you do have to allocate a certain amount of hours towards the business, or a certain amount of time towards the business, because certain things have to be done. Right. Bills have to be paid on your personal life. Hey, and expenses have to be met and paid on the list to keep the business sustained. That's real. So it's like without doing that, without putting the time in. You're not gonna get nothing out of it as well, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, yeah, you don't have to be slaving on the clock all day, every day, like mm-hmm. you used to. Like, like you had to be, I gotta be to work from nine to five. Right. Yeah, no, nah, it's not like that every day, no. Nah. But at the same time, it's sometimes when I do have to buckle down, there's some weekends I do have to miss out on way yeah, I wanted to go hang out, wanted to go to this concert here, there, mm-hmm. but no, nah, I'm booked late. Like, hey, I'm yeah. this weekend, I gotta slam out. Why? Because it's peak season right so now. So you have to discipline yourself. Yeah, you got to be real disciplined. That's probably, I'd probably say that's probably one of the toughest battles that I face on a daily as an entrepreneur, being disciplined. So yeah. what makes you discipline yourself? Like, what do you tell yourself on these battles that you go through? Like, when you tell yourself, okay, I know I got to do this. I know I got to do that. I'm my own boss. This is what I tell myself to be disciplined. Um, uh, it's a little saying that I used to say. I've been carrying it with me years literally nice. grind hard and struggle now so you can ball and chill later oh i like that literally just simply just like that grind hard and struggle now so you can ball and ball chill, later. chill later that's dope literally it's gonna pay off in the end put that in y'all out. books guys yeah write that down write that down write nobody down. else told you nothing else grind hard and struggle now so you can ball and chill later it's i work my, i work my ass off as much as i can in the early days why because nowadays it's not as hard for me to actually pull in a tattoo, or it's not as hard as me for, for, me, for me to get my work out there as, mm-hmm. as, as it is back in the early days. Why? Mm-hmm. Because I did all the legwork. Yes. I've done it. I'm not, not saying I don't have to work now. Don't, right. There's never this peak or plateau, you know, that you just make it and you don't have to work. No, but it kind of does get a little easier with time if you put the time in during the early days. Yes. In the foundational area. However you start is how you're going to finish. So in regards to that, when you say that, like, basically – you did your own marketing. You did your own um, customer service work. You did, of course, like your own artisticness. Like you had to do all of that at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Okay. Everything. I started out literally from scratch, like uh, literally out of my bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> I literally on the bed that I slept in. That's literally how I started. I remember literally October. 22nd either 22nd or 26th I, mm-hmm. I get the days confused one day was i think yeah i forget i forget the days but um literally that's the day i bought my kit i think i tattooed like two or three grapefruits and i was like yeah nah, nah we gotta do it <laughs> <laughs> we gotta do this we gotta do this i love it i love it this. we gotta do this y'all hearing it from the from the goat's mouth so what advice will you give to someone starting a business that's just for any business. Um, I say come up with. So you said, uh, what, what advice? What I, in what aspect? What specific aspect? Like is? someone who decides that they no longer want to work a nine to five and they want to start their own business. Like, what advice would you give someone who wants to start their own business? Um, I would say, do it with confidence 
and trust yourself. Trust yourself. I will say, and, and just go for it. Go for it. Don't ever think your idea is too small or don't think it's not possible. Don't think you can't do it because, um, honestly speaking, starting starting this out, starting the lame thing, starting tattooing, it didn't start out as saying, oh, I was going to be one of the biggest tattoo artists in Jacksonville. I didn't start out saying that. I didn't start out saying, hey, yeah, I'm going to be tattooing my name on people. If it's tattooing the brand on people, people are going to be following. Like, I didn't start out saying that. No, it started out saying, hey, I wanted to do tattoos. Like it just started out. I, I I draw as a hobby. I'm an artist. I wanted to try tattooing a person. <laughs> it it just went from there, and you know it potentially turned into an actual business. But it actually started out as a hobby. But if you want it, what what better business is what better business to do than something, something that actually, that you a hobby? actually love? Yeah, something yes. you, something you I would do that. for free. And I, I tell people all the time, don't ever don't ever go into business for nothing that you would not do for free. That's right. Why? because it's going to feel like a job and a the, job. Moment, the moment it feels like a job to you that's when the moment is going to feel like a burden it's going yes. to feel like it, it's going to feel like a heavy load tattooing does not feel like a job to me per se and for the most part it doesn't feel like a job sometimes right. y'all make it feel like a job <laughs> dealing with some customers make it feel like a job but it really doesn't just because it's, it's a hobby of me like if i stop tattooing today or tomorrow i'm still gonna be drawn right if somebody came and th- somebody came to today and told me Hey, I cover all of your bills and expenses for everything. I would not mind tattooing for free because why? I just do it. It's, I would, it's naturally just it's what natural. I want to do. It's good. Yeah. It just feels good to do. I like that. That's dope. So, how do you manage to? Um, how do you manage your feelings of doubt? Like I know at this point in your life, you're doing damn fucking good. So I'm sure you don't have those feelings of doubt, but. Or if you do, but maybe at the beginning, it was more so like harder. Like, I feel like for a a new entrepreneur, somebody who just started a business, they're always going to have that feeling of doubt for the simple fact that I heard a saying that says like, most of your supporters are not going to be people that you actually know. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to be like your family or your friends or anything like that. It's going to come from like people who you don't even know, but they just want to support you like opposed to someone who you actually know they're going to show you the most support so how do you or how did you manage those feelings of doubt um and it's actually funny you say um you're saying uh, because i'm so you know, saying successful nowadays that I, you probably don't think i would have actually those um days of doubt or you know saying those thoughts of doubt actually it's funny i actually doubt myself a lot more now than i used to doubt myself back in the day like wow. the starting out days it was more so i was I don't know. Maybe it was because I was younger and this, you know, so when we're younger, we think we're on top of the world. We can do whatever. Yes. But it was, um, I really just wasn't, I don't know, like now that I'm exposed to more and I see more and I know, you know, so I see what's capable and everything, what's, what's possible. Like now that I see what's possible and everything, like it's kind of got me to the point of like, yeah, that's possible, but I can also fail as well. So it's like just being exposed to more now kind of even gives me the ability to doubt myself a little more. But I also say, yeah, I can fail, but I can also achieve. Yes, you know, so that's the same way. And yes. even it, like the old saying say, if you aim for the stars, hey, you hit a cloud, that's still pretty high. Yeah. You're not going, you know, that's still pretty high. <laughs> but um, it just you, you got to just go for it because at the end of the day, what's the worst somebody could tell you? No, at the worst, at the worst, at the end, it don't work out. Okay, bet you're still better off than you not trying. You're not trying, you don't know whether what what would have happened, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Whatever the case may be. 
And even like if you look at my uh, my business, and if I didn't just take that shot one day and say, you know what? Let me go walk up the street and go buy this tattoo kit. Mm-hmm. Just randomly one day, I just said, all right, babe, I'm gonna go buy it. Yeah. <laughs> Who would you know? I would not have achieved everything I've you know achieved the success that I've amassed over the couple of years. Even was nine. Nine years, yeah, nine years going on ten. Yeah, next year I'll be a vet. Hey, okay, I'm, okay, I'm kind of okay. getting up there. I'm getting up there, but um, yeah, like if I didn't, with, 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 the doubt actually brought out my strength. Actually, like oh, it kind of yeah. like it kind of back. It, it'll back me into a wall at first, mm-hmm. you know. So of course, I'm like I said, I'm, I'm average. I'm, I'm a human being just like everybody. I go through right. the same emotions. You know, I'm not no better than the next. Like, it's I not like that. I wake up and put on Superman cape and I don't feel no pain. <laughs> nah, I wake up every day and be like, sometimes I go back over my page and be like. I could have went hard on that one. Nah, I would could have went hard on that one. But instead of letting it defeat me and let it keep me in a hole, now nah, I kind of let it motivate me to go harder and say, you know what? Yeah, I could have went harder on that one, but I'm gonna go harder on the next one. That's dope. So that every day I really like I'm only in competition with myself. I don't. I try not to compare myself to nobody yes. else because, like, yes. you know, what I'm saying comparing yourself to anybody else. One thing we don't really realize and take into consideration: their life is not our life. So That's you can't true. even put yourself on the same scale as them because you never know. Also. Behind the scenes, you don't know what you're comparing yourself to. Exactly, that's real now. <laughs> so don't don't compare your shortcomings to their shortcomings or their success to your success because you don't know the behind the scenes. You don't know if their success is really their success. Exactly. You might be doing all of this on your own, but right. they might have a whole team behind them, and that's you're comparing real. yourself. You're comparing that. your shortcomings to, you know, that's 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 not it doesn't equate. Yes. So when you remove that and you kind of, for lack of better words, compare yourself to yourself, mm-hmm. you kind of really are only in competition with yourself. And that kind of removes the doubt. And not, you don't look at it as you're doubting yourself. You kind of look at it as what areas can I improve, improve to make yeah. myself better all the way around. That's dope. Yeah, for sure. I love that. That's dope. Appreciate Y'all it. hearing Appreciate it from the GOAT? <laughs> so um, the next one, I love this one too. I love this question for the simple fact that You've branded a few of us out here. Like <laughs> you have literally put your brand on us. So my question is, what made you come up with the name of your company? Oh man. Yes. Oh man. Um, it kinda um it really like the original, the original, yes. original where I got name from. Like I say, um, I really like I say, growing up, I really was never the typical stereo or ne- i was never the stereotypical cool dude or like part of the it crowd i mm-hmm. was never one of those dudes like i've never been that like i've always just been me just chill you know so i kind of stay in my own lane if people gravitate to it they gravitate to it whatever the case may be and um i remember like we, i started um it was actually social with social media but this is long before tattoos way before tattoos like i wasn't even tattooing wasn't a thought like it was not even I was literally starting a Twitter. I started my Twitter account. It was so funny. And uh, back in the day, like it was like everybody had cool little, little Twitter names or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Little odd little things that was kind of just, you know what I'm saying? Little things, look at your little sayings or whatever the case may be. And around that time, you had a tattoo when you was in school. Like I was, I think I was probably middle school, high school. I, I was in high school. I got my tattoo when I was in high school. You was in high school with a tattoo. You was that dude. You was that dude. Yeah. So I had my little, I had a tattoo on my arm. But, <laughs> I was still like, like I can say, not the stereotypical cool kid. You know, right. I, mean? I was lame, for right. lack of better words. Yes. And my Twitter name, I was like, what? What can I come up with? I said, lame with a tat. And that was it. It started out lame with a tat, and then it went to um. Eventually, I started doing tattoos, and 
me, if you know me, hey, I'm a, I'm retarded. I don't know what. I ain't got no dang sense. Lame. I could I couldn't think of nothing else to say. I said, you know what? I'm gonna say lame doing tats. All right. And then I said, how can we brand this mm-hmm. later on, eventually? And I say, I'm not, I'm not fake. I'm not like you know, what I'm, saying? I'm, I'm me. I'm myself. I'm, I'm gonna be me every day of the week. And I said, hold on, living as myself every day. I love that. And I say, dang, it's crazy that and literally I just started talking to myself and it was more so a conversation with myself about myself. And it's like, it's crazy how people can look at you and, you know, they call you lame or whatever the case may be, or, you know what I'm saying, you're frowned upon for being simply you. Yourself. For just being you and, you know right. what I'm saying, expressing your interests, express, expressing your, you know what I'm saying, thoughts, beliefs, morals, you know what I'm saying, your values and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And people can, you know, take their own opinion and try to project that over you. Right. But I, and I took like I said I put a spin on it and I I never really cared what people thought about me you know what right. whatever the case may be if you think if you think X Y and Z about me because I'm doing me right whatever as long as it's the truth cool I'm fine with you feeling that way whatever the case if you feel like how you feel based on me doing what I'm doing like and it's the truth like right. whatever you're gonna say is the truth all right I'm cool with it and I just mm-hmm. say I'm living as myself every day and exactly. I kind of just it ran with it from there like and, and the actual the branding part of it that that didn't come into the into play until later on once the business started kind of forming into an actual business business kind of getting a little you know what I'm saying structure and kind of getting a little big but it really stems from me being me and it's my personality it's more so an extension of me rather than a thing i would say you know i love it it's, that's why it's kind of my name synonymous as well as the name of the brand and everything like that is it was really um and i remember I, I can never forget my boy uh chris uh a friend of mine chris he actually he gave me the first idea to put my name on a shirt, uh, Chris. Uh, uh, he's the owner of um, Indefinite Hiatus. Oh, oh no, rebranded to Hiatus Rebellion. Yeah, we. Um, he actually told me in a DM. If I could pull it up on my phone, I still could pull it up to this day. He told me, "Hey, put your name on a shirt." Yes. It was a pre. I had a previous clothing line that I was working on. He told me just one day randomly, "Put your name on a shirt," and that was it. And I had to. I had to come up. My logo is actually my signature. I actually like literally came up. I did the signature and everything from there and. That was how branding started. That was that was the branding. I love it. And I love it so much for the simple fact of the meaning behind it. Like, this is why I wanted to bring this guy on so you guys can meet this guy, so you guys can int- uh, be introduced to him because he's a, a stand-up guy, like, honestly. Not because he chose to be, but because he's just choosing to be himself. So when I actually met him, the vibe was just so on point, like, from day one, like, and the energy was so amazing and if you know me now i'm kind of like a person where i go off of energy i can't just i can i can you know what i'm saying like i can like make it anywhere but Mm -hmm. for me personally i like to be around people who have like really dope energy like naturally like you could be a dope person like in front of the limelight on social media on this and that but here we are. I'm getting tatted by you. We're not recording. We're not doing none of this, what we're doing right now. And the vibe was just so right. Like, the vibe was right. The tattoos was definitely right. But I'm like, I feel like this guy needs to be introduced to the world because his energy is, like, really potent. And it's, like, a good potent. It's, like, where I feel like if you guys ever got to get a chance to meet him, you're going to come back. You're going to want to come back. <laughs> If not just for a dope ass tattoo, for the damn good energy that he brings, like, and I just feel like that's so important nowadays, like, because you need to have people who are out here and they're realistic with themselves. That way they can be realistic with you, and that way you can see like the difference of 
someone who's keeping it real with you, someone who's not. You feel me? Like, that's really important nowadays because, you know, a lot of people just like to put on for social media and stuff. And nope. this guy personally, he's not that guy. Like, he's going to be himself 100%. And he's dope as fuck in real life. So, I'm really excited that you um, came up with the logo. I'm really excited. I got to have it stamped on me because this is how I live every day. I live as myself every single day. And no matter how it, how long or how far it took me to get to the journey to live as myself, I chose to go ahead and do that. And you chose to do that. Every and day. I love that. And so really excited about that, you guys. Like, I keep spitting this to you guys, just telling you guys to be yourself every single day. Like, that's always unapologetically. Like, yeah, that's dope as freak. Like, be yourself unapologetically because as human beings, we're never going to have, like, perfect days. And what I like to say, um, as an artist who I listened to previously said, he always say he's uh, perfectly imperfected. I love that saying for the simple fact that I'm like that too. Like, I'm not perfect. Like, I don't think that any of us are perfect. And you know what I mean? Like, it's okay to not be perfect. Yeah. I feel like when you strive to be perfect um, and you wait until you're perfect, you're never going to be able to get out there like you should. You Wait. know what I mean? So I just like to live imperfectly as myself every single day. And I like to live as lame every day. Call me lame all day long. <laughs> I love that shit. Call me weird. All of that. Because that's just what I am. If you see it like that, that's cool. I'm just being me. And that's just what it is. And so this guy, he's definitely not going to, like, put on, you know, he's just going to be himself, which is dope as fuck. So, y'all get into lame. So, really briefly, because I see, like, we almost hit um, our mark, but I did just want to get into some fun questions with you or whatever. Okay. Um, okay. So, growing up, we got a 90s, we got 90s babies in the building. I'm sorry, I'm telling <laughs> our ages. <laughs> okay. I'm telling our ages, but it it's is what good. it is. So, growing up. Like, what was your favorite TV shows growing up in the 90s? Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. But, like, uh. Judge us if you want. We don't care. Yeah. I, yeah. I personally don't care. But, um, <laughs> I was weird coming up. I used to watch, um, of course, I used to watch a couple cartoons or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Little shows or whatever. But I was, I watched, like, Discovery Channel and, like, Animal Yes. Like yeah. You did that, too? Yeah. I was all the shit. Like, I used to watch type of shit like that. Like, I love it. Yeah, if not that, um, I ain't gonna lie. My favorite movie. I used to watch, uh, Forrest Gump. Yeah, that's weird as hell too. <laughs> yeah, I'm like eight, nine years old watching Forrest Gump every day. Like, I'm not gonna lie. I, I, to this day, I watch the movie all the time. Yeah, that's my favorite movie. But yeah, that's I don't know. I used to watch stuff like that. All that's literally all I used to, how it's made. That was on um, Discovery Channel, I think. Um, all kind of little stuff on Animal Planet in there. But yeah, all kind of um, most on the educational too. That's kind of what I used to watch every now and then. Oh, they spell. Growing up in the nineties. Yeah. Well, no, really? that was like like uh, two thousand. Two thousand. Yeah, okay, 2000. yeah, that yeah, was nineties. Yeah, probably yeah, early days. Yep. Barney, I love it. Barney or uh, Discovery Channel. That was, kind of <laughs> that was it. No, I love it because me and my son we watch the Discovery Channel like all the time, yeah. and if you, I love animals. If y'all know, I have uh, two bull pays, and I love them to death. Shout out to Blue and Coco, y'all my babies, but. We just, like, we grew up with a lot of animals. Like, we had dogs, cats, fish. So, like, I love watching Discovery Channel to get into, like, animals and stuff. And even to this day, me and my son, we watch that kind of stuff. So, I think that's dope as fuck. Like, yeah. that's really dope as fuck. That's I don't know. It's, 
that's kind of all I used to watch. I love it. I used to always think I was kind of like different for that. I was like, hmm, I'm not the only child watching uh, <laughs> the animal shows and uh, what, what was most extreme. That was my favorite show on animal. Most extreme. Yeah, that's I when they yeah, do a little top 10 countdown of the oh, most yes. extreme animals. Oh, my God. We used to live for that. Yeah. Yes. Uh, for sure. <laughs> I love it. So. Actually, I, I used to be a child. Yes. <laughs> we actually were children. I think that growing up in the 90s was just so dope for the simple fact that, like, cell phones probably didn't come out to, like, what, later on? Like, who, who, who was using their mama phone? Because you surely had no cell phone. That's what I'm saying. We didn't have no cell right, phone. Right, that's what I'm now saying. These, these kids got more devices than I got. These kids have cell phones. Like, my son got his first cell phone. He was like, I hate to say it, but he probably was like eight years old. Oh, my godson got a cell phone. PS5, yes. Nintendo Switch. I don't even got no damn PS5. <laughs> I ain't had no phone at eight years old. I ain't had my first phone since I was in like, I was in like middle school. I just feel like I feel like yes, maybe my and maybe my eighth grade year too is when I yeah, got my first that, cell phone. Yeah, exactly. at that, eighth yeah. grade. I was eighth grade, not eight yes. years old. Yes, yeah. no, not eight years old. It's horrible. I know you guys. I'm sorry, oh but God. I just I feel like growing up in the nineties was just so dope because we really got to be ourselves. It wasn't a lot of pressure like it is now on kids. Like, you didn't have to be perfect. You didn't have to look a particular um, sort of way. You got to be yourself more so in the 90s. Like, of course, you always had your school crowd. You got the bullies. You got the preps, all of that. But I don't feel like it was so much disrespect in growing up in school. Like, how do you sure growing up now? Like, they have to experience, like, bullying to the extent where they want to commit suicide. And I feel like, I don't know if it was that bad for others growing up in the 90s, but I feel like personally it wasn't that bad growing up in the 90s because it wasn't so much pressure back then. So I just wanted to definitely bring that up because you again fucking with some 90s babies. <laughs> That's just what it is. It definitely was. It was, I'm not even going to necessarily say just growing up in the 90s, it's just different. Nowadays it's like, I don't, I'm not, I don't know what it is. It might be something in the water or something. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's different now. Days and times are different. Or maybe maybe it's finally just our time to witness the world through, you know what I'm saying, through an adult's eyes. Maybe maybe it's just like maybe when we were younger we were oblivious to it because we're looking looking at the world through it, you know what I'm saying, through a child's yeah. eyes. So we you know what I'm saying, we don't see certain things. You know yeah. what I'm saying? A five year old, five, six year old not necessarily knowing what's going on in mm-hmm. society right now. They yeah. worrying about Roblox and yes. you know um, cocoa melon and stuff. <laughs> so they're not necessarily knowing what's going on. Cancel culture. They don't know what that stuff is. That's real. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that is dope. so. But like adults, we know what things are. What's going on? We're the ones who are doing it. So yes. we're kind of the ones paying attention to what's going on. So that may I'll, I'll be thinking every now and then like that's maybe the case too. But I don't know. Maybe it is. I think it's nice different because. I don't know. A lot of stuff is a lot more prevalent and easily. It's well, a lot more. A lot is a lot. Uh, everything's a lot more accessible now. It is. That's another thing. I do agree. You can literally just two taps on the phone screen. You can see whatever you want to see. You can. So that kind of makes it a little easier. And we were for... sneaking on the house phone. Yeah, yeah. With the cords. <laughs> <laughs> we had to get off the phones at a certain time, and the oh, parents Lord. went to sleep. Oh yeah, for sure. We were sneaking on the phones, mom and dad. Oh, Sorry. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> So, who's your favorite band in the nineties? Oh man, yes. Yeah, you could you could do a category of like boy band and girl band, but like. Oh man, band. Oh man, 
or what did you like to listen to growing up in the nineties? Like not your parents' music, because you know no. our parents had us turned up. Because that music, that music used to be lit back then. Like it used to be lit. Like, oh yeah, they, yeah. They talk about our era music now. No, back then it was yeah. don't stop bumping. Right, like we're from Florida. Uncle Lou was definitely here. Shot his way no. my way. Like um, all of that. <laughs>
lack of ability to conform to the world um in their in their chase to try to do it try to their chase to try to fit in so bad and they're like coming to terms with the fact they won't ever fit in nobody is meant to fit in you're meant to stand out yes. and um like we we all live the same 24 hours but at the same time it's all about how you spend your 24 hours when you wake up in the morning you go to bed you are alone are you going about your 24 hours pleasing yourself or are you pleasing the needs of others and your, you know saying your peers or whatever the case may be you know, that. like I say, if you go about your 24 hours and you don't please your needs, your wants, your desires, your morals, your values, that is when you come home and you look in the mirror and you're not pleased with yourself. You're not happy with yourself. You're not content. You're not at peace. Yes. Why? Because you're not walking in your purpose. Yes. You're not walking in your purpose. You're trying to walk in someone else's purpose or somebody, you know what I'm saying, in, some, in your idea of what, or somebody else's idea, society's idea of, of uh, success or whatever the case may be. Walk in your path. Stay in your lane. Be you. That is enough. Watch how much happier you'll be. <laughs> okay, you guys. So on that note, we're gonna close out this podcast. I really hope that you guys enjoyed this. This is really special to me. This is really dope to me. Again, we have the dope. Lane, one and only man. Lane, y'all can check me out on Instagram or all social media platforms as well. Spelled L-A-M-E-D-O-I-N-G-T-A-T-T-S. Lane doing tats, one and only. And we're living as ourselves every single fucking day. So you guys better make sure you're doing the same. And we're going to go ahead and end this. Peace and love to you guys. Love you. Thank you for tuning in. Deuces. (laughs) That was so dope.